0: The experiment was originally conceived by Washington Post columnist Gene Weingarten and filmed by hidden camera. Of the 1,097 people who passed by, only seven stopped to listen. The 45-minute performance ended without applause or acknowledgement. Joshua Bell netted $32.17 in tips, which included a $20 spot from one person who recognized the Grammy award-winning musician. On an average workday, nearly a million passengers ride Washington's metro system, and L'Enfant Plaza is one of the busiest stops. A stampede of tourists and government employees hustle and bustle through turnstiles, trying to get where they're going as quickly as possible. But those circumstances don't discredit or disqualify the question raised by this social experiment. If we do not have a moment to stop and listen to one of the greatest musicians in the world playing some of the finest music ever written on one of the most beautiful instruments ever made, how many similarly sublime moments do we miss out on during a normal day? Remember the old adage, beauty is in the eye of the beholder? It's true of everything, isn't it? But it's especially true of miracles. Miracles are happening all around us all the time but you won't see them if you don't know how to look for them. The Invisible Gorilla Christopher Chabris and Daniel Simons conducted an experiment at Harvard University more than a decade ago that became infamous in psychology circles. Their book, The Invisible Gorilla, popularized it, and you may be one of the millions of viewers who made their selective attention test one of YouTube's most watched videos. The two researchers film students passing basketballs while moving in a circular fashion. In the middle of the short film, a woman dressed in a gorilla suit walks into the frame, beats her chest, and walks out of the frame. The sequence takes nine seconds in a minute-long video. Viewers are given specific instructions. Count the number of passes by players wearing white shirts. Of course, the researchers were not interested in their pass-counting ability. They wanted to see if the viewers would notice something they weren't looking for, something as obvious as a gorilla. Amazingly, half of the test group did not. How is that even possible? How do you miss the gorilla in the room? The short answer is inattentional blindness. Inattentional blindness is the failure to notice something in your field of vision because you are focused on something else. In this case, people in white shirts passing basketballs. But the first century Pharisees make an even better case study. They were so focused on Sabbath law that they couldn't see the miracles happening right in front of their eyes. Jesus healed an invalid who hadn't walked in 38 years, gave sight to a man born blind, and restored a man's withered arm. But the Pharisees missed the miracle and missed the Messiah because they were blinded by their legalism. They couldn't see past their religious assumptions. Inattentional blindness can be as intentional as turning a blind eye to something you don't want to see, like the Pharisees did. It can also be as unintentional as fading awareness of the constants in your life that you take for granted over time. Either way, it's one of the greatest threats to spiritual vitality. One of the truest tests of spiritual maturity is seeing the miraculous in the monotonous. MONOTONOUS MIRACLES Thomas Carlyle, the 19th century Scottish essayist, likened it to a man living his entire life in a cave and then stepping outside to witness the sunrise for the very first time. Carlyle hypothesized that the caveman would watch with rapt astonishment the sight we daily witness with indifference. In the words of G.K. Chesterton, grown-up people are not strong enough to exalt in monotony. Is it possible God says every morning, do it again to the sun, and every evening, do it again to the moon? The repetition in nature may not be a mere recurrence. It may be a theatrical encore. A few years ago, an exchange student from India attended National Community Church. When meteorologists issued a winter storm warning for the D.C. area, he set his alarm clock for 3 o'clock in the morning so he wouldn't miss his first snowfall. Then he went outside all by himself and made snow angels in the freshly fallen snow. He almost got frostbite because he didn't wear a jacket, a hat, or gloves. He told me he had no idea snow was that cold and that wet.